Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What do you do when a parent won't respect your boundaries you set with your own sibling? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 24-year-old female, husband, 29-year-old male, called me ugly in front of his friends, and now I don't know how to feel about it. Last week, my 24-year-old female, husband, 29-year-old male, asked me if I was okay with his friends coming over because our daughter is only 8 weeks old and we haven't been getting much sleep, so we're very tired most of the day. And I told him that it was okay because he hasn't seen his friends for weeks and lately he hasn't had any fun. He just spends his time cooking, doing the laundry, taking care of our daughter and me. So I wanted him to have fun and relax for at least a few hours. Well, his friends had dinner at our house yesterday and I stayed in our room until at one point I went downstairs to get my phone charger and I heard them talking. The wife of one of his friends is pregnant and they were talking about it. And I heard perfectly how my husband said that pregnancy is the best thing that happened to me because he finds me much hotter now that I was never more beautiful than when I was pregnant and now after giving birth. And if he had only said that, I would be flattered since not many men would say something like that about their wives. But he kept talking and said something like every time he thinks about how I looked when we got married... He thinks I was ugly because now I'm a thousand times prettier and honestly, I don't even know why he said that since I didn't even physically change or at least that's what I think. This morning I confronted him and he apologized and said ugly is not the word he should have used. And he said that if I had listened to the whole conversation, I would know that he later said that he regretted having used that word because he also thought I was pretty before getting pregnant, that now he thinks I'm prettier and hotter because there's something that turns him on when he sees me being a mother to his daughter and honestly i don't even know what he meant and i don't even know if i should believe that either i just know that hearing him say that hurt my self-esteem a bit because although he also said nice things i can only think that he called me ugly and i can tell that he feels terrible for hurting me but i don't know what to tell him because honestly what he said doesn't even make sense i want to believe him and think that i'm just overreacting and being overly sensitive But at the same time, I remember that he called me that and feel terrible. Should I let it go? Or do I have a good reason to feel hurt? I'm just trying to think of this through my guy brain and I feel like they're trying to be sweet and they just ended up saying it in a very dumb way. I think all they wanted to really do was assure you and make it known that they're more attracted to you than ever. And as weird as it may come across, I think that he probably is very genuine in that you being a mother to your children is something that only strengthens how he feels, even if he's really weird or bad at at saying it. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my girlfriend, female 20, has bruises on her neck, and I think she's cheating on male 22, me? 
Today, my girlfriend of two years video called me after going to the gym. She said she was super tired and had the phone up to her face. She had two circular dark bruises on her neck and chest. I asked her about it, and she said that she fell, but then she put the camera down where I couldn't see her after I brought it up. I asked her if I could see her face, and she kept saying that she would when she caught her breath. She never let me see. I talked to her casually a little bit, but couldn't help but bring up the bruises again because they looked like hickeys to me. She said she fell and that it wasn't on her neck, more her collarbone. And then she told me that she would call me back later abruptly. I don't want to jump to conclusions, but I think that they were hickeys, since they were really dark considering they supposed just happened. Their behavior, the location, it's all very suspicious to me in my opinion. And I just think about what she said and think, you know, when you fall, how often do you hit your collarbone on something? I'm not saying that it can't or doesn't happen, I'm just saying it's not very likely compared to a lot of other places, right? All that and the weird, shy, hang up quick, don't look at me behavior? I'm not saying she is or isn't, but all alarms should be firing right now. Our next story is, close friend being overly touchy with fiance. Am I overthinking? We're a group of friends hanging out very often. My boyfriend, now fiance, have been together for a really long time and going to be married soon. He introduced me to his school friends about a year ago, and we've been friends since and even live really close to each other, so we meet regularly. Group of friends including his two male friends and their girlfriends, so it's six of us. One of his friend's girlfriends, let's call her B, is really being overly friendly with my fiance. I've been noticing this for one to two months now. Earlier, I'd never seen B like this before. Initially, B would casually mention how my fiance and her thoughts matches so much. While playing board games, whenever she partners with my fiance, she would mention what a great team they are. B had mentioned these two points on multiple occasions and many times. We went to a pub recently for B's boyfriends, my fiance's close friends, birthday. We all were dancing when suddenly B grabbed my fiance's hand and started dancing with him. He was surprised but didn't say anything. B comes to me and says, See, I'm teaching your fiance to dance for your wedding. Recently, we went for our wedding shopping and at the end of the day, my fiance casually mentioned he was tired and wanted to head home. We were at a shop and B said to my fiance, Wait, I'll give you a massage, and started to massage his shoulders and head. This goes for five minutes. I've mentioned everything to my fiancé and told him it makes me uncomfortable. He says B's just friendly and I'm overthinking and overanalyzing the situation. Am I really overthinking? Should I be worried? I don't think OP's unreasonable if they don't want women being that touchy-feely, close, grab your boyfriend's hand and lead them away to dance with your boyfriend. But I'm questioning how good the communication actually is here. Because I feel like OP should have had a clear talk with her fiancé expressing that you're not comfortable with this. Not something that can lead to him saying, oh well I think you're overthinking it. Something where you say, I'm not comfortable with this. Is this going to be an issue enforcing these boundaries? Our next story is, my boyfriend blocks me on all social media. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half and long distance. It was going well, but distance really shattered us. I've made many mistakes, and so has he. I've now apologized for many months, but he's holding grudges and is unable to forgive me. He looks at me with a very tinted vision, which corrupts his judgment of my intentions. I really want to move forward and become normal again. We were perfect together, and I crave that a lot. 
I'm scared of talking to him freely because he gets so triggered all of a sudden that he breaks up and blocks me. It shatters me because he's been my baby boy and now I can't recognize him. I really don't know what to do. I truly love him and hope to get married someday. We were inseparable, like two peas in a pod. I tried conveying this concern to him that it's bothering me, but this triggered him again. The cycle is not stopping. Is there a way out? I'm truly hoping for the distance to end soon. Hopefully three to four months to go. I just don't think this is a great... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Great outlook for something that's long distance. I think being long distance almost exclusively, it makes it really easy to hold grudges or to have a twisted view of somebody. Because you just, you don't have that in-person connection. It's just so different when you're in person. When it's all just text and images, it's just so different. I don't know how old Opie and their boyfriend are, but going a year and a half, especially with perceived mistakes, whatever those are, Opie didn't clarify. It just seems so messy and so complicated. Maybe it can work out, but really, I just have such a pessimistic view over a situation like this. Our next story is, my 25-year-old male, parents, 50s, freaked my girlfriend, 34-year-old female, out about our age difference. I met my girlfriend, we'll call her Megan, at a social meetup activity about two years ago. After several meetups in which we got along well, I asked if she wanted to go out, to which she agreed. She's nine years older than me, which did make me a little nervous at first, but that quickly went away after repeated interaction. She is smart, beautiful, fun, nice, everything I would want in a partner. After about a year and a half of dating now, I would say our relationship was in a very good place. I asked her if she was put off by our age difference, and she said she worried about it at first, but that went out the window after our first real date. I have a moderately strained relationship with my parents. They are very controlling and helicopter parents, which led to a lot of fighting in my teens and college years. I talk to each of them about twice a month, but we live in different cities on opposite sides of the country and I don't make much of an effort to visit very often. They've FaceTimed Megan once or twice at holidays since we started dating, but they haven't met face to face, which I was putting off. 
because I was worried that my parents would be embarrassing or weird or start a fight like they often do. However, my grandmother was up there in age and had a health scare a few weeks ago, so I wanted to go visit home and I brought Megan with me. The rest of my family is normal and fine, so I arranged for us to stay in an Airbnb for two nights and we would see a few of my family members with one single dinner devoted to seeing my parents because that was the amount I felt I could handle. The dinner with my parents went horribly. The entire time, my mom and dad both could not let go of the fact that Megan was nine years older than me. They kept going on about how she must be ready to get married and have kids and they were worried I wasn't ready to be in a mature relationship and that she was at such a different stage of life than me and how I'm too young to be able to support her if she becomes a stay-at-home mom, and all these other really offensive things. I defended Megan in our relationship and fought against everything they were saying, but after about 30 minutes of this, I decided we were done, and we left. My dad called me and texted me multiple times about how they were just looking out for my best interests, and I was being rude for disrespecting them and leaving early. I texted back the next morning and just said not to contact me further and blocked them both for the time being. I haven't decided if I'm mad to the point of permanently cutting them off or if I just need a break from them for a while. Initially after this encounter, Megan didn't actually seem too faced and I was way more upset than she was. She was supportive and said she wasn't worried about our age difference and I'd given her plenty of warning that my parents were kinda crazy. The next morning though, she was pretty distant and didn't talk much directly to me during the rest of the trip, but she was nice and polite to the other family members we saw. We got home yesterday afternoon, I dropped her off at her house, and she told me that she needed some time alone to think about things. Later that night, she called me in hysterics, saying that she was scared because what if my parents were right about our ages being an issue, and what if we were in denial this whole time about it mattering? I tried to assure her that we worked well together and our age difference wasn't so big that we couldn't navigate it. We loved each other and that was what mattered to me. Screw what other people said, especially my psycho parents. I managed to calm her back down to a reasonable level but I feel like she's still worrying about this and I'm scared that it'll lead towards her breaking up with me or further fights or something. Is there anything I can do or say to help alleviate her concerns about our age difference? Am I in denial and it's a big difference? How should I handle my parents moving forward? I am furious at them for causing this. So I think as long as there's no power imbalances and you are both consenting, I don't see any issue with a 25 year old dating a 34 year old. I think at 25 you have a reasonable enough idea of life as an adult. I mean, maybe there's a chance that you still want to kind of live your life for a while and she might be more at a stage of wanting to settle down. Now, that's just a talk you guys need to have and figure out as far as your relationship goes, but I don't think there's any issue with you guys just being together. To be fair though, the questions the parents asked weren't like outlandish, because honestly, it is a pretty fair question, is it not? Maybe there's something to be analyzed by having such a sharp reaction to a question like that. Our next story is, I, 32-year-old female, ditch people if they prove to be problematic in my life, I'm unsure if this is healthy boundary setting or a maladjusted coping mechanism. Is there another way? Hey everyone, I've noticed a pattern within myself over my adult life. I terminate non-romantic relationships when individuals cause drama or problems for me. This has happened several times, which has led to me questioning if I'm the common denominator. 
I'm curious if my behavior demonstrates healthy boundary setting or if it's a personality issue I need to fix. In my younger years, I never set boundaries, let others take advantage of me, and allowed people to hurt me due to my lack of self-respect. I've worked on myself in therapy and found the need for boundaries. Now I'm wondering if I've gone too far the other direction and now I've reached the other extreme. For what it's worth, I've discussed these incidents with a few therapists and they've agreed with my actions. However, I am aware they're only getting the story as I perceived it. Let me give a couple examples. I met a girl, a now 32-year-old female, at my apartment complex and we quickly became close friends, hanging out daily. My ex-partner and A's husband were also friends, and we were all friends as a group as well. I'd consider A and I best friends for the time we knew each other. A's husband and I both loved Pokemon, so we'd occasionally play it together when we'd hang out as a group. We never hung out alone. I traveled to Japan during the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, so I ended up coming home with tons of free Pokemon stuff. Things like stickers and postcards, low value stuff. I had duplicates, so I gave some of them to A's husband. I bought A a separate, nicer gift. A never said anything nor acted off. To be clear, I never had any feelings nor attraction to A's husband. The thought never crossed my mind. I never felt that he had any attraction to me either. My ex supported all of our friendships and never took any issue of it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quite suddenly, A started acting differently and avoiding me. One day, I stepped on a rusty nail outside. My ex and I realized we didn't have any first aid items, so we knocked on A's door to see if she could help. We heard her inside telling her husband not to open the door. I talked through the door and let her know I'd hurt myself and asked if she could help with alcohol and a band-aid. She didn't answer the door and ignored me. Later that week, I texted A to tell her I'd noticed she'd been avoiding me and to ask if there was a problem. She admitted that she felt uncomfortable that I wore shorts around her husband when we'd all hang out. She said she found it disrespectful that I'd come to her house wearing shorts. I was blown away since she'd never mentioned any of this to me. I had no idea it bothered her. She also said she didn't like how I gave her husband the Pokemon items when all I gave her was a small gift. She ultimately admitted she'd been secretly disliking me for weeks while allowing me to go on thinking everything was fine. She also admitted to intentionally not answering the door when I asked for help with my foot injury. This was particularly hurtful to me. So in a matter of fact and civil way, I told her I didn't need that kind of friend in my life. That it hurt and humiliated me that she'd been hating me for weeks and that she could have come to me with these issues so we could have resolved them. She attempted to reach out several times after that and I was civil but maintained my stance. Eventually, she stopped reaching out. My ex agreed her behavior was irrational and supported my choice. 2. I'm currently 37 weeks pregnant. My sister Kay, 25-year-old female, is a med student and she sent some unsolicited info about a controversial infant procedure. 
circumcision since a couple people have asked, in the family group chat, urging me to opt for the procedure. Kay stated she wanted to share the info in case I hadn't yet decided, to me, implying that she would respect my decision either way. I thanked her for the info, but let her know we've decided against it already. Kay pushed back, and the rest of my family also ganged up on me in the chat and pushed me to change my mind. I told them that they were free to make decisions as they see fit, but asked for respect of my choice for my child. I said I wouldn't be continuing the discussion further. Kay wouldn't relent. She continued to send messages throughout the day, which I didn't respond to. My mom reached out privately to apologize for her part in it. I told her I didn't feel like talking at the moment and asked her to please leave me alone for now. I prefer to have space to work through things before jumping back into discussions. This prompted another message to the group from Kay, this time angry at me for not speaking to my mom. In this message, she made personal attacks against my character, saying that she was tired of how I never listened to others' opinions. At this point, I was very stressed and hurt. I sent her a message saying she was heartless, that I didn't do anything to deserve this kind of treatment, and asking her again to please stop. For some background about Kay, she isn't the most socially typical person. She can be very cruel, vindictive, immature, and lacks empathy. I've never been on the receiving end. I think in part because she knows about this part of my personality and didn't want to lose me. I'd often defended Kay to other family members when they would recount their altercations with her and their speculations about her mental health issues. She again doubled down, this time sending a message saying, You've never listened to anyone a day in your life and it shows. Every day. Peace hand emoji. I wouldn't say my life is perfect, but it's a good life. I'm generally quite happy and most people would consider me fairly successful. It hurt to hear this from someone whom I've defended many times for their plethora of issues and abnormalities. Later, my mom explained to me that Kay has been resenting me for a while due to something out of my control that didn't involve me. I can elaborate if anyone's curious, it's just a bit awkward which is why I'm initially leaving it out. Just like the first situation, I felt ashamed to know I've been secretly hated for months while having no idea. I'm now unsure how I can carry on a relationship with Kay after this. I'd be willing to if she were to sincerely apologize, but I don't know if that will happen, and I truly don't know if I can face her again otherwise. My mom told me she thought I was overly victimizing myself in this situation, that family should be able to hurt each other sometimes and be forgiven. I'm wondering if that's true. It makes me sad to lose people I love, but I don't know how I'll be respected if I allow others to degrade me. Based on these situations, would you call this healthy boundary setting, or is this something I need to fix? If you have advice, I would love to hear it. Honestly, I do think it's pretty healthy boundary setting because you don't need that kind of behavior and the people that are bringing that kind of grief and stress to your life. I mean, I think if the person matters to you, you know, you should put in some level of effort, try to offer communication, try to offer that you're hurt, hope for an apology. But if somebody's just going to keep piling on, it's not worth it, is it? This next story is my 36-year-old female, mother, 60s, won't respect my boundaries with my alcoholic sister, 33-year-old female. I set boundaries with my alcoholic sister recently because I had to protect myself for the sake of my mental health. She's an angry drunk and it's only gotten worse as the months have gone by. I started to become her punching bag at times, 
but mostly every time we would hang out, she would act like a butt. Present day, I still talk to my sister, but I won't hang out with her in any situations where there is the potential for drinking. My mom is still not taking my boundaries seriously and either tries to paint me as the bad guy or keeps trying to convince me to hang out with my sister. She feels sorry for her and thinks I'm being mean. Tonight, she told my sister she has no hot water or gas in the apartment and I should invite her over for dinner tomorrow and cook for her. I said, are you freaking kidding me? Talk about tone deaf. I am fed up with my mom now too. She doesn't hang out with my sister like I do and is not subjected to her antics. Also, she is the mother, so of course she's always going to feel sorry and sympathetic. That's her daughter. But that doesn't mean I should follow suit and subject myself to my sister's nasty treatment. My mom wants to enable the drinking and crappy behavior. She can do that in her own house. There's nothing wrong with setting your own boundaries, but if you have those boundaries, you're the one that unfortunately has to enforce them. You have to lay it out for your mom and explain to her that if she can't follow that boundary, if she can't respect that, then you're going to have to enforce it, which means probably lowering contact. Our next story is Asian wedding planning incoming. My, male 29, relationship with my fiance, female 28, is in danger as we tend to break up because of intercultural Chinese parents. We've been recently engaged after three years of a relationship and everything was fine and we were both super really happy about everything and so excited about the wedding. I'm Chinese looking but born and raised in the US and follow western standards, as are my parents, very open minded. However, my fiance's parents are super traditional and from Hong Kong, but emigrated to the US a few years ago. When it comes to the wedding planning, her parents finally showed their true side. Prior to that, there was a meetup between the two parents' sides and I honestly already feared the worst nightmare to happen. When they asked my parents about their wedding expectations, having in mind they will pay for everything and follow all the theatrical Hong Kong Chinese BS crap show wedding procedures, they were quite surprised by my parents' answer that they don't give a freak about anything and let the couple themselves decide on everything, which makes them happy and they prefer to not have parental pressure to drift things apart. After hearing that, my fiancé's parents were super upset about this and started to insult my parents behind our back by talking directly to my fiancé. So they demanded us to fly to Hong Kong and do a Chinese-style wedding where I or my family has to pay for everything and so on and so forth. After several discussions with my fiancé the other days, which slowly turned to arguments, my fiancé tends to side more and more to her parents. It actually feels like her mother is speaking through her directly to me. Before our engagement, we both originally agreed to host a small wedding in the US, with only the closest family on both sides and that's it. She even stated she hates to follow her parents' demands and fly back to Hong Kong to do a crap show. Now, even she starts to be mad at me that my parents were so disrespectful towards my parents that they answered simply by saying they don't want to interfere with the wedding planning. After several rediscussions, her parents finally opened up to the option to pay for the wedding in Hong Kong which they will host. In order to avoid confrontation and keep things fair on both parties, they suggested that we can do separate ceremonies. The first one will be in the US, only with my parents and some relatives, but without them. And the second one, where they will do their dreamy crap show in Hong Kong where I will be alone with them, without my parents, following along and inviting hundreds of people. 
I feel quite disrespected in the sense that there's a bit of gaslighting involved as well. My fiancé told me she never wants my parents to see her parents ever again because of this heavy insult. Turns out that insult is only 50% true. The other half she's filled with other information given by her parents to make it look like my parents actually disrespected them. Well, I only found out after confronting my parents that this made-up insult was 50% based off of a lie to fit their narrative so they can find an excuse not to meet my parents and therefore can proceed with their Hong Kong ceremony. So, in a nutshell, their parents weaken my fiancé to make her side with them and make up excuses. Small lies and twisted stories to have a banquet in Hong Kong no matter what. The sad thing is that it's not even a fight between me and my fiancé, but a fight coming from her parents to make us fight, and maybe eventually considering a disengagement and therefore ultimately a breakup. It's hard to believe that my fiancé chooses her parents over me and would even call off the planned wedding because of that. Now she also forces me to go to Hong Kong or she would threaten to break up with me. Normally, me being extremely tolerant and open-minded, I would have fulfilled her wish to fly with them to Hong Kong to host it. But what kind of appears a deal-breaker to me is that she has to gaslight me into believing their story so that I would be convinced to do this. I lost trust in her. I do really love her and she was never like this before. Always a very kind and understanding person. But her parents turned her into an evil, controlling person from now on, which I doubt can be changed. Even if I bow down and listen to her, I'm asking myself, what else will happen in the future between us when her parents will do the same crap again on big decisions, such as buying a house or having kids? Now this also makes me question our engagement and relationship as well. I really don't want to lose her and throw away a three-year-long, beautiful relationship over a petty fight like this, which isn't even about us. But I also consider to go because I don't want to deal with this drama for the rest of my life. I think the bottom line here is, if you can't find a compromise where you both are happy in regards to your wedding, it's probably a great thing that this happened because, honestly, it gives you the chance to really think about this and slow down before you jump into that marriage and maybe have a regret. I think right now it's really important to think about this long and hard and think, can a marriage survive with this person? Does it make sense? This next story is, my 37-year-old female, husband 34-year-old male, has taken up competitive gaming. For two years, he's participated in tournaments that require him to be plugged into a computer with a team at least three to four hours per night, Monday to Thursday, usually starting around 6 or 7 p.m. He also usually plays during the weekend when he's free or if we don't have preset plans. I'm at the point where I'd rather split up than continue spending most evenings feeling alone at home. I often am doing chores by myself although he does make a slight effort to do his part. We both work full time. I have a second job to bring in some extra cash, but I'm tired of him spending countless hours playing video games. He says it's his passion. I've told him in every possible way how I feel. He usually gets defensive or angry if I press it and often resorts to playing even more. He's made lukewarm efforts to be more responsible around the house at times or create more time for us. It just always feels like it's squeezed between his games and on his terms. Am I being unreasonable to expect him to quit? I'm 37, he's 34. I don't think it's fair to straight up ask him to quit, 
But if it is enough of an issue where you're not happy, leaving the relationship because of this is not a crazy thing. I think you have every right to tell them how you feel, how you would wish that they would change it. But ultimately, if they don't want to, I feel like you have to accept that they made their choice. You can't force them to do something. I completely understand where OP's coming from. It would be torture to never be able to spend an evening with your partner. But yeah, if they don't want to change, I don't think it's fair for you to try to force them to. If it's not working out, it's not working out. Express that, see what happens, and go from there. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.